Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Dr. Ralph Thacker, a general dentist in Livermore, Kentucky. Dr. Thacker received his Bachelor of Science degree from Murray State University in 1977 and his Doctor of Medical Dentistry degree from the University of Louisville School of Dentistry in 1982. Following dental school graduation and marriage to his wife, Diane, he served as a dental officer in the United States Air Force Dental Corps at Minot Air Force Base, North Dakota, from 1982 to 1985. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Dr. Thacker. Well, thank you, Teresa. I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Absolutely. I, I want our listeners to hear you know, about the clinic, we're going to get into that, um, the free Christian clinic, but I would love for our listeners to hear your background and your story of faith and, and how you were led to the Lord. Anything that you want to tell us about yourself? Well, I was very blessed. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my parents, uh, very loving and godly parents. Uh, was one of three sons. I was the oldest. Uh, we, uh, as a family tradition, always uh, went to church, Sunday school, uh, uh, vacation Bible school, you name it, uh, and uh, prayed at home. Uh, so I think I have to attribute my faith uh, development to my parents and uh and I just, uh, at, at a point in time when I was uh, a young teenager, I did accept the Lord. Uh, I attended First Baptist Church in Owensboro. And uh, so I, I came to the point where I realized I was a sinner and separated uh, from God eternally. And so I, I repented of my sin and uh, asked him to come into my life, the Lord to come into my life. And uh uh, to begin living for him. Uh, I can remember having a sense of peace and purpose that I never had before, even as a young teenager. But um, I had a very loving extended family, which uh, supported me and helped me uh, shape my beliefs and values as well and, and my faith in God. So uh, I had the best of all worlds in, in my early life. Yeah, such such a blessing. I loved when you said that when you accepted the Lord, you felt such a sense of peace and purpose because, gosh, that is so true. Um, we really don't know what peace is until we accept Christ into our hearts and into our lives. I mean, we may think we have an idea of it, but there's nothing else like it that I can explain, just knowing that God is with you and that he loves you. And I think so many people just, they don't understand how much God loves them and, and that he will fill their hearts with his peace and his purpose. 
And it's it's rather simple, isn't it? Just to reach yeah. out and love the Lord with all yes. your heart and your mm-hmm. neighbor as yourself. Uh, that is not any greater purpose than that. Right. And and I think you know, rough times are so different than they used to be when we when we grew up. That for teenagers now, they have a lot of distractions going on. They've got a lot of things going on. A lot of different choices that they could or could not make. Uh, I think it's a little bit more complicated now, possibly, you know, than it, than it used to be. So we mm-hmm. as parents and grandparents and friends and family, we need to be praying for the young generation. Um, we really do. We need to pray for them that, you know, they would be protected and that, um, they would be drawn closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Don't I want to ask, um, what led to your interest in pursuing the field of dentistry? Or is that something you did as a child? Did you, you know, imagine yourself, visualize yourself as a dentist when you grew up? No, um, I always had an interest in the sciences. Uh, that was a field I enjoyed, biology, chemistry, physics. Um, and plus, um, I had a great uh, interest in uh, nature. Oh, okay. uh, and uh, my folks had a cottage on Kentucky Lake, uh, so many uh learning experiences there. Um, you know, we, we learned so much about, uh, all aspects of nature. And, uh, I just, uh, it kind of led into, uh, uh, actually, uh, I had an interest in art as well. I, I enjoyed, uh, sketching things, uh, you know, watercolor paintings, maybe molding clay and it just things that, and then I, I kind of moved into taxidermy as a young teenager. You know, it was a kind of a form of okay. mixing nature with art. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, I, 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 I got used to, you know, I was, I, I did hunting as well, you know, and I, I was used to using a knife to clean animals or to dissect uh, an animal to mount it. So I wasn't, uh, you know, uh, just, it was familiar to me, uh, just working with a knife and in a sense doing surgery. But, um, at, I think, um, my career, uh, path really started when uh, I got to college and I, I was kind of leaning toward healthcare. Uh, I was thinking about medicine, but the Lord actually led me toward dentistry eventually. And, uh, it turns out the dentistry is kind of that perfect fit for me. You know, the, the sciences, the healthcare and the art. Okay. And, uh, it's just, uh, and I love, I love helping people, uh, and, and, you know, have, having a life changing opportunity to, you know, change your life and, and their health. And so it's just, it's been a blessing to me to, to be a dentist, uh, and um, so, thankful the Lord opened those doors for me. Absolutely, and you know, you can you can help so many people. Teeth are a really big deal. Um, Absolutely, you know they are, and we'll talk about that as well. But 
your teeth. They can make you confident or not confident. I remember as a teenager having a gap in between my teeth. I was so embarrassed, never wanted to smile. Well, later in life, when when I was a young adult and I could afford it, I had that fixed. And it made a world of difference. It's just amazing um, how our teeth, they also are a part of who we are and mm-hmm. maybe even our disposition or how we feel about ourselves. I would love to hear about your experiences um, as a dental officer in the United States Air Force. What was that like? It was an honor to uh, to be uh, serving in the Air Force. Uh, of course, my father uh, was a longtime Air Force Reserve colonel. Oh, wow. up, uh, in my early life, uh, maybe I was seven years old when he got out, but um, – but anyway, he encouraged me to consider uh, going into the, the uh, military. Uh, and so it was uh, a wonderful experience. Um, I, I really requested more southern bases, but they sent the southern fellow to North Dakota. And uh, But it, it was good. We were newlyweds, and we went to a strategic air command base, which was kind of intimidating at first, but, you know, you have nuclear bombers flying over your house and oh, yeah. nuclear missile silos out all across the country. And, and um, you know, I asked somebody one day, I said, did these ever, could they ever go off by accident? And they, they told me no. So I, I, I was more relieved, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, great experience uh, kind of uh, helped ground me in my marriage. We had a good church, great church. We were in a home Bible study, including my pastor for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot in the, in the, uh, Air Force, uh, dental clinic. I also, uh, got trained for emergency medicine. I got to assist surgeons in case of, you know, attack. They were going to employ dentists to assist surgeons and, and, you know, uh, some sort of, uh, crisis situation so i got a lot of really interesting experiences and leadership and so i'm very thankful we got to do it it kind of took us away from our comfort zone at home but uh you know we got to uh we our parents came out to visit us of course a couple times and we had our first child out there so we uh brian was born uh, out there and stephanie came a few years later after we got home but it was great, great experience. And, uh, I've always been thankful to say I've served my country and, and, uh, you know, wore the uniform and, uh, learned about the way, uh, our uh, great defenses operate and, uh, thankful to have seen it, you know, ground level. Right. Well, you've had a lot of experience. I remember being on a SAC base, um, in Omaha, Nebraska, and I, when you were saying that, I knew exactly what you were saying, and I understood yeah. it. We're uh-huh. going to take a real quick break here, all right? So when we come back, right. um, we're going to come back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Welcome back to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Dr. Ralph Thacker, a general dentist in Livermore, Kentucky. And I loved hearing your story growing up and what God was preparing you for. I want to ask you, what do you enjoy most about being a dentist? Of course, um, I would say just the opportunity you have to help someone uh, change their life health course, uh, get a higher level of health. And really, without having oral health, uh, you can't have general health. So it's, you know, so many negative uh, factors uh, are there that can lead to health issues. But uh, I think that's the most rewarding thing to me is is helping people uh, eliminate negative habits mm-hmm. that give negative consequences to their life and their longevity and, uh, you know, influencing them and they can influence their family. And, oh, it, absolutely. It's kind of a, and I've had so many people just, you know, uh, just eliminate uh, soda pop, sure, you know, 13 teaspoons of sugar per can and That's right. you know, phosphoric acid uh, in it as well that, that uh, just destroys teeth and, and also adds to weight issues. And there's just, you know, smoking. You have the opportunity to help people become smoke-free and, um, you know, helping to build people's self-esteem through cosmetic dentistry. That's that's life-changing. It, it certainly uh, is. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, um, so – and then we, we actually screen people for uh, sleep problems and sleep apnea and, and a lot of consequences to uh, bad sleep is, uh, you know, hypertension or gastric reflux. It, it can lead to other things, uh, heart disease. So we're, we're kind of looking at the uh, oral health and general health thing. that You can impact somebody's life. Oh, that's interesting that you screen people with sleep problems. So mm-hmm. that, does that have something to do with your oral health and your teeth? Well, for the fact that it all begins in the mouth, mm-hmm. and uh, we are on the front line seeing, you know, so many people, uh, and, um, you know, a lot of times we screen people that have severe sleep apnea. We refer them to sleep doctors, um, you know, that wondered why they had high blood pressure. They wondered why they had gastric reflux. They wondered why they had bruxing of their teeth, and, um you know, it's it's all about trying to get an airway. Uh, you know, it's uh, they wondered why they snored. They just thought it was genetic. You know, mm-hmm. well, uh, there's ways to get around it. We make oral sleep appliances, or they can wear CPAP. But uh, that's been a, a huge thing to help people. That's interesting. Um, Dr. Thacker, many people, as you know, share that common fear of going to the dentist not only children, but adults as well. So how do you help a patient get past their fear when taking care of their oral health? What do you do, or what are some things you do to help them? Well, I think it starts with the first phone call. You mm-hmm. know, our our uh, people, our uh, business team at the front, uh, give a very, uh, you know, bright and cheerful welcome uh, it goes from there to their first appointment and uh, getting the sense of a family feel in our office with our team if people care uh, it, it you know also uh, the chair side 
you know, manner, the bedside manner, whatever you want to call it, the tone of your voice, uh, learning what their worries are. And, uh, you know, I tell them a lot of times, I said, I turn chickens into soaring eagles every day. (laughs) And, you know, just things like that, you connect, build relationships, build confidence. We also have what we call wand anesthesia. A lot of people are worried about getting the shot, Mm -hmm. uh, the numbing. And the wand is a very, I think very few offices have it, but it's a slow drip delivery system that makes it more comfortable. And we also have, of course, nitrous oxide uh, laughing gas uh, plumbed into each operatory. That will definitely uh, relax you and put you in a good mood. But uh, it's just a combination of things. But uh, I think the bottom line is knowing when they walk in that they can trust us and uh, we're like family. That's so important because, you know, we may enter another business that may not be a dentist, but we may enter another business and, and we're not treated so great, you know, or on mm-hmm. the phone phone call, you know, it's abrupt or something like that. And that makes an impact on the person, you know, on the patient. And then it makes them more nervous and fearful. So I love that you had that family feel in your office. And um, even with, you said the first phone call, that's wonderful. I think we should all be giving great customer service, especially, you know, as Christ followers, we should be encouraging others and loving on people and, and helping them to feel more comfortable. Um, let me ask you just a few general questions. So how often should we brush and floss our teeth? Well, um, I tell people uh, brush after every meal if possible, mm-hmm. um, you know, and uh, in, in my world, I floss in the evening before I go to bed. Okay. But um, I don't ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do. Um, right. And um, I'd tell people jokingly, you don't have to floss all your teeth, just the ones you want to keep. <laughs> and, That's uh, good. But anyway, uh, it's, you know, we recommend um, that kind of regimen. You know, certainly if you don't get sugars in your meal, mm-hmm. any, uh, you know, carbs, uh, simple sugars, white breads, you might be able to get by without it, but it's always the best uh, if you can brush after meals. That's and a good certainly to avoid uh, plaque buildup, to avoid any sugary beverages or foods between meals. Mm-hmm. That's where people get in trouble. That's right. Especially we've got to watch the kids too with their sugary drinks and, uh, when the grandchildren are over here, well, they're kind, they kind of know now that they drink water when we go out to eat. Everyone orders water. They mm-hmm. just know that. Right. So much better for them. So what led to you opening your own private practice in Livermore, Kentucky? Well, when our time was concluding with uh, the Air Force uh, term of service, um, we started praying about where the Lord wanted us to go. Uh, in our minds, we were going to go to central Kentucky. Uh, Diane was my wife, um, was from Columbus, Ohio, and I was from Owensboro. And, uh, we thought that would be an equidistant place. And so we actually went and saw uh, many available practices, uh, during our last six months in the service. 
And um, <clears throat> the the best uh, shining example of what we thought was the best opportunity was at Livermore, Kentucky. Oh, wow. Practice of Dr. John Gunther. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, uh, the door opened up for us to come there. Um, strange thing is I knew about Livermore growing up. My dad had a second job with uh, Brothers Furniture Company, which was a barrel furniture company, uh, recreation room. And I would come down to the factory, never knowing I would live here later. But uh, plus, I, I like I love the river, uh, the two rivers here, and I, I've kind of got a little outdoor adventure in me. So it was just a blessing all the way around that we landed here. Sounds like it's it was God's plan the entire time to bring you there. Um, let, let's go ahead and let's take another quick break, and um, we're going to come back and hear more from Dr. Thacker. So everyone stay tuned for more Shape by Faith coming up next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Dr. Ralph Thacker, a general dentist in Livermore, Kentucky, is my guest today. And thank you so much for sharing about your time growing up and your time in the Air Force and your own um, dental practice in Livermore, Kentucky. Now I'd love to talk about the Christian Dental Mission that's in Owensboro, Kentucky. You're very involved in your own community and in other communities. So you definitely um, have helped this Christian Dental Mission um, get some legs on it because you're one of the founding dentists of this mission. Is that correct? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Well, I would love to hear the history behind the clinic's beginning stages and, and maybe the purpose behind it. Okay. Uh, well, I think it might have been around 1992. Uh, uh, Brenda Eisenberg, a pastor uh, wife in Owensboro, uh, challenged some dentists. Uh, she had been working with migrant dental uh, migrant uh, farm workers from Mexico. That was back when we were starting to get a number of immigrants and uh, migrant farm workers. And so she was hoping to maybe uh, have a group of dentists come together to um, have a one day clinic and see how we could help them. So we did this. Uh, Dr. David Wilson in Owensboro um, hosted the event at his office. And I think we had four or five dentists involved. And um, it kind of, uh, I think, uh, brought an awareness to all of us participating that we we can do this one day, but why don't we do this on an ongoing basis mm-hmm. and have a have have a place, a base to work from? And so from there, um, our associational uh, director of missions, uh, Dr. Uh, Jim Spalding, got involved uh, through the Davis McLean Baptist Association. And found a house uh, next door to the 
uh, Baptist Center, uh, down around Dugan Best Park. And, uh, through, uh, their trustees, they arranged to buy this little, small little home. Uh, maybe it was, you know, two bedrooms, a living room and a kitchen and a bathroom. And, uh, so about, um, uh, between 1993 and 96, we formed a, a committee to start, uh, you know, the building was available to how design, how to change the design in the house to make it a clinic and how to get equipment and all this. So it took us about three years meeting regularly to before we actually launched it in 1996. Okay. So um, at that time, we had six volunteer dentists and about 25 support personnel. That was 26 years ago. Wow. All right. So who does it serve? And as far as if someone needs free dental care, um, how do they receive a voucher for that as well? Well, it serves um, anyone uh, that is, uh, you know, in financial difficulty, mm-hmm. uh, except if they have dental insurance. Uh, the um, That usually is uh, disqualifies them because everyone else, we can't see everyone with the limited uh, number of clinics we hold a year, but uh, we, we want it available to everyone that's in need. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, it could be people without jobs, the working poor, the homeless. We have homeless people, people in addiction, immigrants. We've had some, uh, uh, Afghanis, uh, mm-hmm. we've had some Hispanics, uh, immigrants, um, mainly adults, mainly adults, but uh, we are seeing this coming Friday. We are seeing a Hispanic child, uh, to do some oral surgery. Okay. But, uh, you know, we, uh, they can go to the help office of Owensboro or the McLean County help office to get a financial, uh, be screened for financial need, get a, a voucher. And then they call the dental mission to uh, to eventually be uh, contacted for an appointment. Okay. Do you have any inspirational story you'd like to share about serving at the clinic? Well, uh, you know, in the last few years, we've done more uh, cosmetic uh, appliances, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where you replace one or two front teeth. And... Um, so uh, we call them flippers, but you can't imagine how what an impact it is for someone. Uh, we have a smile account with the uh, Baptist Association that we can draw on for lab bills, but to give them teeth and their smile when they've been without is 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 emotional to them. Yes, and and and, and many times you know there's tears, uh, but it that's so rewarding. But uh, you know, I've had other occasions where I got to share Christ with someone and, and that to me, uh, that's what it's all about is, is sharing the gospel. Uh, it's, it's using dentistry as a vehicle to share the gospel. That's and, right. Uh, that's why I've been so involved with it. I, I can't do it in my office and the way we do it there, but, um, it's been a blessing to me. I encourage other dentists to get involved. We need more dentists and we need more. 
assistants and hygienists um, to team up with us. Who do they contact, Dr. Thacker, if, if they're interested in volunteering? Well, they can call the uh, Baptist Association number uh, okay. on Sturm Road, Davis-McLean uh, Baptist Association, and uh, um, they can get in contact with me or they can okay. call my office directly. Okay. I hate that we're out of time. Goodness, we oh, could talk a lot yeah. longer, but we are. Well, and I, we thank you. I know we did. Thank you so much for being a guest on Shape by Faith. I'd love for you to come back on at some point and uh, give us maybe more update on what you're doing and how you're helping others. All right? Of course. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit ShapeByFaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the cabinet doors and more studio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.